Welcome to Life Point Plus, a program dealing with marriages and family. We are so glad you're listening. Here's your host, pastor and teacher, Gary Moore. Welcome to Life Point Plus. I'm your host, Gary Moore. As we closed our broadcast last week, we had just started to look at the book titled The Four Seasons of Marriage by Gary Chapman. As we've said on many of our broadcasts, marriage relationships are constantly changing. Attitudes shift, emotions fluctuate, and the way spouses treat each other ebbs and flows between loving and, quite frankly, not so loving. Sometimes change is beyond our control. Other changes we create for ourselves, but sometimes with unexpected consequences. In the natural world, the four seasons are created by certain inevitable changes that occur as the earth turns on its axis and revolves around the sun. Likewise, Gary Chapman says, the changes we face in life and the way we process and respond to them create the seasons of marriage. The birth of a baby, the death of a loved one, illness, in-laws, getting a job, the demands of a job, travel, vacations, weight gain, weight loss, financial ups and downs, moving, staying, depression, disagreements, moods, teenagers, aging bodies, aging parents, hobbies, habits, sex, impotence, infidelity. All these are examples of situations and circumstances that put pressure on a marriage and demand a response. If we respond well in harmony with our spouse, we can keep our marriage in spring or summer. If we don't respond well or if our response clashes with our spouse's response, we can feel the chill of autumn or be thrust into the icy cold of winter, sometimes before we know what hit us. Some changes, such as sexual infidelity, strike at the very heart of a marriage. Other changes are simply a natural part of life, such as illness, aging, or a new job. Our response to change consists of emotions, attitudes, and actions. The combination of these three factors will determine which season our marriage is in at any given time. Now, having said that, let's begin looking at the four seasons of marriage. Our author starts our journey looking at the winter season. Gary says the reason he does that is because most of the people who have come in for counseling over the past 30 years have come when their marriage was in the season of winter. Not many come to see him when their marriage is enjoying a time of summer. Think about it. In the natural world, at least in our part of the country, we speak of cold winters, harsh winters snowy winters, icy winters, and even bitter winters. In short, winter means difficulty. Life is much harder in the winter than it is in the summer. Winter marriages are characterized by coldness, harshness, and bitterness. The dreams of spring are covered with layers of ice, and the weather forecast calls for more freezing rain. If the husband and wife have a conversation... It's merely about logistics. Who will do what and when? Really business transactions. If they try to talk about their relationship, 
It typically ends in an argument that goes unresolved. Some couples simply live in a cold silence. Essentially, they lead independent lives, though they live in the same house. Each spouse blames the other for the coldness of the relationship. Well, what brings a couple to the winter season of marriage? Gary says, rigidity. The unwillingness to consider the other person's perspective and to work toward a meaningful compromise. You know, all couples face difficulties, and all couples have differences. These differences may center on money, in-laws, religion, or any other area of life. Couples who fail to negotiate these differences will find themselves in the middle of winter, a season of marriage created not by the difficulties of life, but by the manner in which a couple responds to those difficulties. When one or more marriage partner insists on my way or not at all, they are moving their marriage toward winter. Unlike our natural seasons, a marriage winter may last a month or it may last 30 years. It may begin three months after the wedding or hit in the midlife years. It may focus on one problem area or encompass all of life. As we noted earlier, each season of marriage is accompanied by certain emotions, attitudes, and actions. The interaction of these three factors determines whether a couple will stay in a season or move from one season to another. So what does the winter season look like in marriage? Well, let's first look at the emotions of winter. Some of the emotions of winter are hurt, anger, and disappointment, often accompanied by loneliness and a sense of rejection. All the emotions of a couple caught in winter reveal the coldness, harshness, and bitterness that grip the marriage. Gary introduces us to some couples who are experiencing the winter season of marriage. Listen to the way they describe their emotions and see if you can identify with any of them. George is a 44-year-old husband from Jacksonville, Florida, who has been married for 18 years. My marriage is totally discouraging, he says. If I were not a Christian, I would probably give up. I know that I should love my wife, but emotionally, I'm empty. It feels as if my wife does not love me, like me, or even respect me. It seems that she just tolerates me, and sometimes it doesn't even feel that good. I feel terrible about our marriage. His wife Helen describes their marriage this way. Not fun. Nothing seems to have any flow to it, but I really don't have the emotional energy to get something flowing. My husband has been without a job for a year and a half and apparently is heading in no particular direction. We were in this same position 14 years ago when he finished graduate school. To have come full circle is extremely frustrating, and to have three children now who have to go through this only adds anxiety. I am very unhappy with the state of our marriage. Marilyn is 45 and has been married five years in a second marriage. She says, I feel disappointed and rejected. We don't talk, only argue, and never come to any conclusions or agreements on how to solve problems. Neither of us is happy. We disagree on money issues and child-rearing. He says that divorce is the only answer, 
and I'm not sure. Mark has been married for 23 years, but says of his marriage, It is very discouraging. We disagree on everything. We are both bullheaded, and this has created many emotional conflicts. There is a coldness about our relationship. His wife Millie says, Mark is very hurtful. We have had many years of resentment. I feel there has been more effort on my part than his. It seems to me that he will not listen and does not care about my feelings. He is so critical. At this stage, we spend little time together and give almost no affirmation or touch. Maria is 43 and has been married nine years to her second husband. She says of her marriage, It hurts in so many ways and affects all aspects of my life. I carry it around inside, giving it to the Lord and trying to be optimistic and hopeful. We both want more, but we just can't connect. Emily has been married for two and a half years, but expresses the emotional pain of winter when she says, I'm terribly discontented. It hurts really badly at times. I'm just surviving day by day. I've given up hope. Hurt, anger, disappointment, loneliness, rejection, and sometimes hopelessness are some of the emotions that couples experience when their marriage is in the season of winter. Well, now let's look at the attitudes of winter. Attitudes are the way we think about or interpret what we experience in life. We frequently speak of people having a negative attitude or a positive attitude. By attitude, our author means the way a person generally responds to the things that happen in life. The winter season of marriage is characterized by negative attitudes. In winter, we tend to see the worst. We perceive problems as too big and positions as too entrenched. We think that disagreements have gone on too long and can never be resolved. We tend to blame our spouse for the decline in our relationship. If only he would. If only she wouldn't. These attitudes foster emotions that range between mild discouragement and utter hopelessness. Our author gives us some real-life examples. As you listen to their stories, see if you can identify with them. Frank lives in Seattle. When he met our author, he was 24 years old and had been married for only a year, but he was extremely distraught about his marriage. It makes me feel like we are never going to make it. It just keeps getting worse. We fight 24-7 and we hit each other and we have a baby. I can't go on like this, and I don't know what else to do. In his business, Frank was energetic and always willing to take on new challenges. But at home, he was clearly thinking negatively. After 19 years of marriage, a woman named Martha says, I think I really tried to work on our marriage in the early years, but it seemed as if everything I suggested he interpreted as nagging. Nothing seemed to work. So I began to shut down. We've had some times of growth and increased intimacy, but mostly it has centered on what he wanted and doesn't involve my needs or desires. Well, we'll continue looking at the winter season of marriage next week. Before we go, I want to encourage you to join me on Monday mornings at 10 a.m. 
on my Mutual Understanding Method Facebook page for some live teaching about relationships. If you don't use Facebook or the time is inconvenient, you can go to my website, mutualunderstanding.net, and click on the Mum Live tab to watch a recording of the teaching. Be safe and have a great weekend. God bless. Thank you for listening today. This program is brought to you by Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like to reach Pastor Gary, please email him at pastorgary at cloverdalechurch.org. To know more about the church, go to our website at www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thanks for listening and be blessed.